back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Peak Endurance Podcast with your host, Isabel Ross. As a personal trainer, accredited endurance coach, and now podcast host, Isabel is bringing you the best advice, tips, and tricks for your health and athletics. Having had raced all over the world, including participating in the notorious Barkley Marathons, she's now brought all of her knowledge and brought it back to you so you can now be an expert. So sit back, relax, and the knowledge you'll receive will have you off to the races. So you like running, but you're feeling pain or irritation. You can't enjoy it like you once did. Or worse, your performance has taken a big hit. Now you're reminiscing on the good times where the wind blew past your ears. Nature looked lovely as you passed it. What are you waiting for? Go and visit the specialist at Health and High Performance. With the latest in technology and a wealth of experience, the team at Health and High Performance can help you with all your running injury and performance needs. Let's get you back to doing something you love with the results you're capable of. Head over to healthhp.com.au slash run, or you can find them on Instagram at Health High Performance. Health and High Performance are located in Mount Albert, Melbourne, but are available for telehealth appointments not only Australia-wide, but also around the world. So contact them now on their website to find out more. Hello and welcome back to the Peak Endurance Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. This is episode 179. And today sitting next to me, I have Ron. Hello. (laughs) Sorry, I shouldn't laugh, but I will. Hello. We do a little hello when we're testing the microphone and two funny voices. Today I said testing because I was sick of so (laughs) Anyway, um... I thought I would get Ron in on doing the introduction today because he's actually part of the podcast. Um, Today's episode, we are interviewing... Scott Beams. Yes. So Scott is an ultra runner, obviously, because why else would we interview him? That's right. But he's He's... he's big on the scene in Melbourne, in Victoria, Australia, isn't he? That's right. He's well known um, for many reasons. Um, some of which you'll see, or many of which you'll see during the podcast. And, and not just well-known, but infamous Yes, for some of the things. Yes. yes. And believe you me, I mean, I listened back to the interview. Um, I had to since I um, was told that the Four Peaks one had some silences in it because I don't normally like listening back because I don't like the sound of my own voice. Um, but I realised that I have to. So I was listening back to the Scott one and I was laughing listening to it. So. <laughs> Not just at me, but (laughs) at at actually what Scott was saying, because it was still bloody funny, even though it was the second time I heard it. (laughs) Now, for our non-Australian listeners, pizza shapes are a tasty snack. Um, It's a a biscuit. It's a savoury biscuit. Yes, that's right, with flavouring. Like a chip, but not a chip. Way harder and way smaller and um, really strong flavourings, like it must have a yeah. shit ton of salt and yeah. MSG going on there yeah. um, and many, many chemicals, no doubt. You would normally put them out at a party for nibbles. Yeah. For, yeah. for a little bit of, you know, snacking during yeah. a party. Yeah. So um, that's just to clarify that for our non-Australian listeners. Yeah. Um, now, we thought we'd give you a little update on us as well. Um, today is 
the 14th of November. And um, and on the weekend, we went back to Bright. Back to Bright. We love it so much. We feel yes. like the Safeways there is our local. <laughs> and um, we went for GSER, which is an awesome event, the Great Southern Endurance Run. That's yeah. the one I won in 2019. And um, I just love it because it's super, super tough. It's big mountains, rugged terrain, um, gnarly weather. Very gnarly weather. Very gnarly weather. So um, we went out there again. Now, of course, yes. I'm training for Costa Cozzi, which is a road run. I was originally training for um, the Wild oh, in New Zealand, yeah. which was why we were booked in to do GSER as a training run, and we we're also going to volunteer and do all these other different things. But yep. plans changed. So obviously the Wild went into liquidation and got cancelled. So I quickly went and did, uh, you know, went and changed to Coast to Cozzy, which is completely different mm -hmm. kind of race. Twice. Completely out of my wheelhouse. It's running and lots and lots of it. Yes. <laughs> no uphill hiking. Um, no single track up the side of a mountain. That's right. So, yeah, you know, yeah. but it's good to do something, something a bit different. Yeah that challenges you, um, especially when you're forced to. Like, I mean, I didn't have a choice. And, yeah. and it's great. They, they, It's a really well-organised race and I'm looking forward to it, but, you know, a little bit nervous because it is a bit different. Hmm. So we went on the front. We got there early on the Friday and we went for a nice big road run. Yes. So um, thankfully, Isabel gave me a bit of a reprieve. Um, so she left. I'm such a nice coach. <laughs> yes. She left Wandilagong where we were staying. And ran um, through Bright into Paul Punker, um, and then through Paul Punker to Yurubin to the bottom of Mount Buffalo, the, the picnic area at the bottom of Mount Buffalo, which is where I parked the car and met, met her there. Um, and then we continued to run uh, from the base along the road all mm -hmm. the way up to the top at the chalet, yep. um, which is a very famous landmark. And and so we ran, walked, um, and I was practicing on even on the flat. I was practicing my run walk strategy because obviously with two hundred and forty kilometers you can't actually run the whole way. Yeah. Um, well, I mean maybe some people can, and that's probably why they win, yes. quite frankly. But us other human beings, mere mortals, cannot. Especially someone like myself who was not used to it anymore. Like I used to do more of the running style stuff, but once I got into trails, I didn't. I, I like the rugged stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Anywho, um, so we did that up the hill. We did yep. more of that, and um, and it actually made it really pass quite quickly, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It um, For the first five kilometres, I thought it would never end. <laughs> for the sec second five kilometres, I thought it might end at some point, but I wasn't sure when. <laughs> For the third five kilometers, I just wanted to die. For it to end. <laughs> I just wanted it to die. Wanted to die. I wanted it to all to end. And then for the final five kilometers, I was pretty sure we were going to get there. Yeah, because it sort of flattened over <laughs> yeah, that stage. Right. <laughs> if anyone knows the drive up to Buffalo, the last oh, three k's are very flat. So yeah. Um, yeah, it gets a bit easier at the top. And it was really nice because um, it's a it's a real road for road cyclists mm. and. Um, they were all cheering us on yeah. and, and saying nice words like, oh, my God, we thought we were crazy, <laughs> you know. And um, yeah. and and then when they'd come back down, when we were running back down, and they're like, good on you guys, you're doing so well, you know. Yeah. As a mountain biker, as an ex-mountain biker, I've always, you know. Looked down your nose? Not down my nose. Well, maybe a little bit. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought I thought roadies looked down their noses at us, the mountain bikers. And so I thought, I thought roadies were a bit hoity-toity and, 
you know. Um, so I was pleasantly surprised how lovely and nice they all were. And I did say to you that I needed to retract my rude yes. thoughts that I'd previously yeah. had about road cyclists yeah. because they were lovely, really nice. Um, and um, it so was, it was a little bit terrifying when they came, when mm -hmm. we were still going up the hill and they came hooking around the corner super fast and, and silent and silent and caught us in the middle of the road, not knowing which way to go in case we went the wrong way. We'd be just <laughs> grabbing each other, going, <laughs> standing still like a deer in the headlights because <laughs> we, we didn't want them to have to change direction too quickly because no. that road is slippery. Oh, yeah, it was wet, the road was wet and yeah. super slippery. We were expecting really bad weather, we were very lucky, it was actually quite nice like I wore singlet and yes. skirt mm. so um anyway we got up to the chalet it was foggy as oh, like yeah. it was a white eye see much at all yeah and then we ran down and can we tell you 21 kilometers down a bitumen road eight oh, pound no. on the bones no, no it hurts <laughs> I think it's we whinged more running down than running up most definitely did <laughs> it was like this will never end yeah <laughs> Um, looking for, you know, obviously coming down, looking for familiar landmarks, going, oh, I'm sure this is only about three kilometres to go. Yeah, I'm sure there's only the watch. You know, <laughs> and you know, and it's like, you know, it's only three k's to go, but even that seemed insurmountable, yeah. didn't yeah. it? Because just, oh my God, the pounding. Yeah. And then um, we saw the car and it was like Nirvana. Oh, yes. Very happy to see the car. Yeah. So then we quickly hopped back in the car. Job yeah. well done. So you yeah. did 42k. You yeah. did a proper marathon because it was That's over 42.2 right. yeah. i did 60k or just over and yeah. um 1200 meters climbing i think it was 1100 for you yeah which goes to show there wasn't much climbing before i met ron yeah um and then um we quickly went home had something to eat and we went and did gear check-in yes for the race the next day That's right. Mm. and so and oh my god did it bucket oh, back geez. it was it was actually um beautiful it was weather. beautiful weather where we were where we were staying which was almost just on the opposite side of the mountain mm. from uh, harrietville. from harrietville but by the time we drove around the mountain and got as we were driving into harrietville we could see a huge cloud and um by the time we got into harrietville it was bucketing down i mean and when we say bucketing it was bucketing yeah. it was pouring yeah. it wasn't cold because like we were wearing thongs no. yeah. or flip-flops for the non-australians <laughs> we yeah. were just in our thumb. <laughs> you know we want to be very clear yeah. we were wearing pants <laughs> <laughs> and um and like it was lucky because your shoes would have been destroyed so yeah. our feet were just as wet as if we were wearing shoes but yeah. at least we didn't have to dry out our shoes yes that's right and yeah, that came later <laughs> And so we checked in and they did our gear check because yep. by golly, you had to carry 60 bajillion items of gear. That's right. Which at the time I thought was ridiculous, but let me get to that later. <laughs> um, so anyway, so then the next day, which was meant to be beautiful, um, I and Ron was like, do I wear a hat? And I'm like, it's not going to rain. It's not going to rain. The Bureau said it's not going to rain. <laughs> <laughs> so guess what? There were <laughs> right. times where I was wishing I was wearing a hat. <laughs> And I was like, geez, I'm glad I brought these sunnies. <laughs> yeah, at one stage, she tried to put her sunnies on and couldn't see through them for the rain that was yeah, all over them and the fog on the other yeah. side. So, anyway, the, it wasn't too bad. Like going up Northwest Spur, it was yeah. hot and steamy, you know, like yeah. it was like being in the tropics, like yeah. seriously, like Leech City, we would think. And I know the 100 milers did say it was Leech City. Yeah. Um, so then we, we went up Northwest Spur and we'd heard some horror stories about 
this spur and yeah. we didn't think it was no, it, and, and I think mainly because it wasn't that long no it was not it was you know the steep bit was only what four or five kilometers long yeah and even then, we got to the top and then you know we just kind of worked yeah. our way across the top mixed track is is worse yeah yeah if you ask me so, so anyway so we got up but then it just sort of seemed to grind at a douche grade for yeah. a long time. Yeah. That's what did my head in. I prefer a steep to douche. So yeah. anyway. Um, yeah. So then. And then we turned the corner. Oh, Basically, we, we hit the. hit the um, Feather top track. Feather right? top track and turn left and then. Oh my god! We, and the weather then turned. Yeah, and basically, wet. just just before we got there, the weather turned and and it got a bit wet and cold. And of course, and I'm wearing singlet and skirt again, yeah. so I put on my rain jacket because I was worried. I know what I'm like. Once I get cold and it gets in my bones, I can um, deteriorate quickly. Yeah. So I had to get my jacket on. Yeah. And then we went up. Which, you know, once again, it's one of those kind of climbs you can't really tell where the summit is. And even then, when you get to the summit, it's so unassuming. It's like, oh, that was it? Yeah, that's right. Uh -huh. Because it was um, completely covered in cloud, we couldn't see much. All we, all we could do is, you know, within 20 metres, we saw the can at the top and went, mm. did a lap of that and then came back down again. And there was a bit of snow up there, but, you know, not snow like Canadian snow. It was no, a bit it was, sort of grotty. Was, and Yeah, it was more ice than snow. Yeah, it was more ice. But, you know, it's not really winter here anymore. No, in, no. in winter, it's, it was, it's Canadian better, stuff. Yeah. So not quite as thick, but, yeah, yeah still. Anyway, so then we went back down, and yep. by then I'm in my sauna suit raincoat because I was roasting by that stage because the weather changed again. Yes, well, as soon as we came <laughs> off that, that top peak, it yeah. went up again. It was... And so then you sort of run along a little flat bit, which we did in the four peaks the other the other week. Yeah. And as we're running along, oh, and as we're coming up the hill, I have to say a shout-out to Tim, if you're listening, because he said he loves the podcast. So mm -hmm. hi, Tim. Yeah. Um, then as we were coming along the flat section, um someone was standing with the woman who was taking photos and she said oh, I can't wait to listen to the podcast about this one this race and that's why we thought we'd do this little um yeah. I had thought about it we thought we'd do a little little recap of the race before the interview um yeah. anyway so yes. and then we go down bungalow yes. okay Bungalow's never remember which one it is bungalow spur yep which yep. which is a long another long I'd say 10 10 to 11k yep. downhill downhill after 20 k's, 20 k downhill, the 21 k downhill the day before. Yeah, it didn't. We were whinging again a it bit. It didn't take long for it to start to hurt again. Although this was Not as this March. was trial, so it was more the mental hurt. Yeah, challenge of the rockiness because it yeah. was that is rocky in sections. Yeah, to concentrate. Um, There's always something to complain about. We can yeah. always find something. <laughs> uh, it wasn't, wasn't the slamming of the road. It was more the dodging of the rocks. So that we didn't go slamming and supermax yes. down the trail. So um, a totally, it was a long way downhill, but a totally different beast. Yeah. So then we got down and the race yeah. was over and then we quickly we, yep, had to drive back to the apart, um, accommodation. Yeah. Because I was going off to pace my friend Zoe, who was also one of my coaching clients. And so we raced off, had something to eat because I needed to eat something proper because we'd been out four and a half hours yeah. on the trails. Yeah. Um, and all my clothes were wet and the pack was wet. So I had to get changed into dry clothes. Thank God I got everything dry. Yeah. Um, and, you know, dry my orthotics and dry my lecky gloves. And then I had to... Um, repack a new pack like i brought an extra pack because i knew it might be wet yeah so i didn't have to put on a wet horrible pack and repack everything and you know a fleece was highly recommended strongly recommended but not mandatory and i'm like i won't need a fleece yeah, <laughs> yeah just like ron didn't need the cap yeah. um 
So anyway, so then we screamed off to Selwyn Creek. Yeah, so that's uh, from where we were, it was about an hour and a quarter drive into the bush um, along a dirt road, which is not too bad. There were some sketchy sections, but it wasn't too bad. Um, just yeah. just long. Yeah. Um, we managed to get there just in time with about, what was it, about half an hour? Half an hour. Half an hour. And then spare. Zoe came in and she had to um, breastfeed her daughter um and um and then you know we were off basically yep so isabel and zoe disappeared off up the mountain and i drove back to the accommodation and so i was i with zoe for seven or so hours she had very 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 sore feet oh Mm. when we were going downhill especially and honestly it was like she was making noises like she was crying each step it just broke my heart and i was like oh and I was like, you know, like I'm always about keeping on going, but it, it really, it, it makes you wonder sometimes, is it worth it if it's that painful? And it since turned out she's quite badly infected in her feet and everything. So, mm. but the race got stopped because of the bad weather. Yeah. So we, um, I went back to the accommodation and had some dinner and then was planning on driving up to the top of Mount Hotham. Um, and then I got a message from Isabel saying, if you're coming up, please come up and um, please bring me clothes. Please bring some warmer clothes for me because I'm, I'm really cold. I think free. And it was so mistyped because the screen was so oh. wet. I couldn't, I couldn't get it to spell things. I couldn't get it to reverse to cross. Oh, it was just, yes. I was like, oh, so, so I managed cold. to read between the lines and figure yeah. out that she wanted some warmer clothes. And because, of course, we weren't going as fast as we normally might have, but also it was just freaking cold mm. it was the wind chill was horrendous I'd have loved to have known what it was and the wind and the white out and we kept getting lost so we're it's not just that we were moving slow it was that we would have to stop and try to figure out where the hell we were it yeah. was like oh it was it was hard but I mean I was with Zoe and yeah. we get along really well and we had lots of great chats and everything was awesome mm-hmm. but it was just tough going it yep. you know I mean but that's mountain racing it, it's part and parcel it's to be expected it's tough terrain it's um changeable unpredictable weather mm. and that is why they have the mandatory kit of all the gear because you just don't know and imagine if you fell and hurt yourself and you're stuck out there in that weather um having to wait because you'd have to get airlifted out of that yeah. area yeah. um so you know um you really do need it. And I probably, I should have packed the fleece, but I thought, no, no, she'll be right. Mm. Um, anyway, so we then came out onto the Hotham Road. Yeah. And I saw a car and I'm like, please let that be Ron. <laughs> and I was. Yeah. So he had my Gore-Tex jacket too, which I was wrapped about. But then yes. he also had something else. Yes, I had uh, a bit of bad news yeah. um, that I had heard while I was at the aid, the aid station um, at the top of the mountain that the race was, I heard that the race was just uh, being held at that aid station because they were concerned about the weather. Um, I, I wasn't aware of any like Stoppage. stoppages or final decisions or anything like that. But um, so, yeah, I let them know, gave them the good news that once they got to that aid station that they probably weren't going to be allowed to go on. Not straight away at least. Or at least not straight away, yeah. So then we um, we continued, so Zoe and I continued on and then we got stopped by um, Caleb, one of the EMS. 
staff and he said the race had been stopped and we were being redirected to some sort of lodge or something. Yeah. But I just rang Ron and said, come back, pick us up. Yeah, because by then we're I'm not going. To, they wouldn't even. They were telling us not to go to the aid station. Yeah. We we're getting redirected. Yeah, because by then I would. I had left them and I was heading to the aid station to wait for um, us to there. wait for them there. Yeah, so, so I had to yeah. do a quick turnaround and just went back and grabbed them. Yeah, and it was like oh, and it was kind of yeah. all a little bit anticlimactic. Yes, because you know I'd finally got my warm clothes, and but anyway, yeah. you know, and at the end of the day, because of Zoe's feet, like I said, it's probably it was a blessing in disguise, but. Um, you know, it was it was an adventure and it's, mm. you know, and, and Zoe was a bit sad because she pushed through a lot of pain to get there and in the hope of finishing. But we both understood, you know, the race directors had to make a decision and she messaged me the next day because she was staying in Harrietville where the race finish was. And at Wandy it was raining a lot where we were, but it wasn't terrible. But she no. said over there it was lightning and storms and everything. And she said it was... 100% the right decision that they made to shut the course. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so it it can be hard for people to hear those words. And we know we heard that some people got a little bit upset about it. But at the end of the day, race directors don't make these decisions lightly. They don't want to stop the race. This is their baby, you know. Yeah. They don't want to have to do that. So they would only do it if there really is a threat to your safety and you know, we all know the flooding and the terrible flooding and, and mm. landslips and everything that's been going on. Yeah. So, you know, it's it was the right decision. Yeah. They're not meteorologists. They're not, you know, whatever the people are who look after the land. But, you know, yeah. they they had to make a decision based on the knowledge that they had and, and from what Zoe said of the weather, it, it was the right decision. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was our weekend. So I did get to bed by about 1 o'clock instead of mm. being up until the next day. Yes. So, you know, that was... Did get some sleep in the end. And I did lie there in bed listening to the rain going, oh, I'm kind of glad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, because it was once again torrential. Yes. Um, but, you know, that's once again, that's mountain running. That's right. All righty, well, so enough of us. So, yeah, so that was our wonderful weekend at, hmm. at GCR. Now, the next time we give you a recap of a race, it will be of mine, of Keys to Cosy. Yes, that's right. So we will get the crew on board. Hopefully, I haven't asked them yet, I'm just assuming. <laughs> um, and they will um, join in, whether by Zoom or in person. Who knows? And, um, yeah. Hmm. So, anyway, enjoy this chat with Scott because he is absolutely a real Aussie character. Yes, Wouldn't you is. say, like, he a is. real Aussie character? Yep. He's one of a kind. One of a kind. Wonderful to talk to. Yeah. Um, kind as heart, ever. Kind as heart, so cheerful. Constantly cheerful. And you just, you can't help but walk away from a conversation with him feeling better. Yeah, exactly. So. 100%. So we hope you will walk away from this podcast feeling happier and yep. better, no matter what your mood is. Even if you're already happy, I bet you yeah. feel happier. because. That's right. Like you just it, you just can't help it. Yes. <laughs> I'm laughing already just thinking about it. That's All fine. right. Well, enjoy the podcast and thank you for joining us once again. Thank Goodbye. You. Bye. Creating and using goals for your running is a skill. <clears throat> used incorrectly, goals can actually distract or deflate you. But used well, they can guide your thinking, your training and your energy. 
Goals stop you from simply going through the motions in your training by directing your energy to a purpose. Make sure that you set goals that challenge your running and racing rather than actually limiting you. I am holding a goal-setting webinar on Monday, the 12th of December, 7pm, for 90 minutes to two hours, depending on how long we go, because it's an interactive webinar. I encourage your participation, which means it may go longer. There will also be Q&A section at the end. You will be getting workbooks and guidance in how to set and develop goals that work for you and your running. You will also learn how to develop the habits that will help support your goal setting strategies. So if you want to join this webinar and make sure that you have a successful 2023 of running, make sure that you go to the website and register for the workshop. It's only $70 for 90 minutes to two hours, which is pretty darn good. And you get a recording of the webinar afterwards to look at again. Also, don't forget that it would be really fantastic if you rated and reviewed. I assume you've already subscribed to the podcast. I'm just going to make that assumption. But I would really love it if you would rate and review. It would absolutely make my day. I read every review and I read them out on the podcast too. So I would love it if you could do that for me, a really big favor as it helps the podcast grow. Because when Apple Podcasts see that I'm getting ratings and reviews, it um, shows the podcast to more people. And of course, don't forget to support those companies that support this podcast. That's Health and High Performance in Montalbert in Victoria. Um, Luke Nelson is amazing at helping you to get back running, overcoming those little niggles so that they don't turn into injuries. And of course, Peak Chocolate. We all know how amazing that chocolate is now. Uh, As much as I love the rest one of an evening, I also love their chocolates with caffeine. They are fantastic for during a race and they don't give you that sick feeling that sometimes chocolate can when you're running. So go to peakchocolate.com.au and use the code Isabel Ross, all caps and Isabel with an O, at the checkout to get 15% off your purchase, which is pretty darn good. All right. Thanks for that. Keep going with the pod. And welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. Here we are, um, me, Isabel. Ron. And Yay. Scott. That's your name, Scott. It is my Scott. name. Yeah. This is Scott Beams. And if you haven't heard of him, where the hell have you been? Because um, everybody knows Scott, don't they, Scott? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Starting to get a bit of a name around. You are. Yeah. Just to be a bit random. You're the man around town. So pop up everywhere. You do. Now, um, maybe share with people how first that you're a runner, obviously, an ultra runner. How, yeah, how did you get into running? Well, how did I get into running originally? Yeah. 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 Um, well, it'd be about four years ago now when I started got into it. Um I took an entry uh that my brother in law had for the Gold Coast Marathon. Yep. Which was mid 2018. And um, he wasn't able to go because he was injured. And I said, oh, I'll take your entry. And everyone shrieked with laughter because they're like. And how much running had you done at that stage when you committed to the marathon? Well, I hadn't I hadn't actually done any running at that stage. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't actually done any running. 
And um, how, how long was it to the marathon? Four weeks. So I had four <laughs> weeks to prep up. So they all shriek with laughter and go, a marathon's 42Ks. And I was like, I'm not a halfwit. I do know. This. You know? <laughs> so training commenced. And I did a couple of park runs. And um, <laughs> I didn't, couldn't even run the 5K. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I trundled off to the Gold Coast and managed to complete it. Or, Man, it's got time. About five hours. Oh, that's, yeah. that's good. So I, Considering. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was just on five hours. So I got through that. And then after that, um, I decided I'd go and do a marathon in every state and territory in Australia within a 12-month period. Sounds Jeez. like the kind of thing you would do after your first marathon. Yeah, 100%. You know, <laughs> like after I could hardly walk, I couldn't bloody sit down. I was sore as. So I'm never doing this again. This is horrible. I hate this. Oh. Like most people. I, I was using a few choice words, yeah. Yeah. and um, you know, but um, yeah, I got through it all right, I guess, and um, yeah, it just sort of took off from there. So I went and did that in every state and territory in Australia, and I finished twelve months later on the exact day my last ah. one was um in on Cable Beach at Broome. And oh, what time was that Cable one? Beach, wow. Yeah, that was um sub four actually. Wow. Yeah. So sort of. And what... did you train for those ensuing marathons, or did you just? I didn't follow any Pacific training plan. I ran when I was able to. I work on call, so that yeah. makes it pretty hard. Yeah. Um, and work a couple of jobs, um, bit of night shift and day shift, which is on call. So yeah. I run when I'm able to. There's no no set training plan. Some yeah. weeks I might run a hundred, other weeks I only run twenty or thirty. Yeah. So yeah. um yeah. You know. just out of interest, do you do like quality sessions at all? Uh well, no. And so it's uh yeah, no. No, no, no. I might go, I want to follow Scott Payne's training plan. Well, yes. They, uh, <laughs> no, no, no such quality particular sessions. I, I, I haven't really ever done any like intervals or anything either. Like yeah. I've done it maybe twice ever. Like I just, mm. I just run. Yeah. yeah. I no, just run. Um, yeah. Just sort of wing it a bit. I'm lucky with work because it's all, like there's a bit of downtime at work. So sometimes I'll just slip out and go yeah. for a run when we're sort of on the books sort of thing, getting paid. But yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's handy. always an extra, that's yeah. a nicer run. Yeah. Yeah. Just definitely. Just maybe explain to people what you do. Um, oh, for work, yeah, yeah, work wise, it's um, I do non emerge patient transport for um, a small private company, yeah, um, called Health Select, and do and we subcontract with Ambulance Victoria. So, yep. the Ambulance Victoria shifts, we have a lot of downtime, can can have downtime because it's a non emerge sector, yeah, but you do a lot of driving, don't you? Oh, it's stack of driving, um. On a on a slow week, around three thousand clicks up, it can be up to four thousand k's. Oh, wow. and my commute to work from uh, where I live. So I live in Bensdale area and I travel to Terrellgan each day for work. And how far is that? Uh, each way from my gate to the where I work is 130k. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so 260 round k. Jesus yeah. Christ. And I'm whinging to myself about a 25-minute drive to work. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's about an hour and a half. Jesus. So each way. But that's running time. It is running time. Well, I've got to admit, over, over more recently, when I say recently, probably the last six, 12 months, I have taken this, like, sleeping on a couch in the shed at work. And wow. um, so I can... That, that's yeah. instead of driving three yeah. hours. Oh, um, no, especially with the price of fuel. Yeah, well, that's that's it. And yeah. My cars aren't exactly real. People that know me, uh, my <laughs> cars aren't exactly most economical. <laughs> uh, some describe them as old shit boxes. But anyway, <laughs> but they get me around. They get me they around. They get you from A to B. They do. They do. Yeah. But, that's um, the part they are. Yes, that's right. But a lot of the running is on. Un- only on sort of flat type surfaces because we're we're based out of Terrellgan and that, and yeah, there's not much hills around there, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, so we got to know you back in twenty twenty one. 
It was last year. Yeah. yeah, so it was only last was year. That only last happened. year, wasn't it? It feels like 300 years ago. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um. So I was doing the, about to do the Seven Peaks, you know, um, run, the 290-odd case, and I put a, where I think I posted it just generally on Facebook. I think I? it was generally on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I just posted I needed some people to pace me. And um, you volunteered, didn't you? I did. I thought, oh, that's something random and a bit yeah. different. Yeah. Which I like doing stuff that's random and a bit out of the blue. Yeah, mm. that's right. And, like, I didn't know you and you didn't know me, but it was like we're runners, so yeah. that, that works. Yeah. Um, and, and what did you – your sister was a bit aghast that you were going to do that, wasn't she? Yeah, she was a little bit. She's like – Basically, like, oh, you know, what, why are you going to go and just meet some random person you don't know in the middle of the night? And just, I'm like, well, I don't know. It's just time on the legs for me and I'll get to know other people and mm. it'll snowball from there. But she's like, well, she said something like, well, what if you don't get along and, or, or, you know, you don't click? I'm like, well, it'll be her problem, not mine. Like, <laughs> like I know I'm going to have fun. <laughs> She'll just need to chill out a bit. <laughs> and it turned out really good. It did. It did. And, um... I remember, you know, because we were waiting or we met you at the toilet block in Harrietville, which is not, not far from where we're recording this. Yeah. Um, you turned up in a beat up old Camry or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I would have and, been uh, Skyline, I think. Yeah. yeah maybe maybe yeah. Skyline. So, yeah. Like, oh, okay. This, this is, uh, this is getting off to a good start, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah. And I remember um, because, you know, I was coming into to Harriet uh, to Harrietville, yeah, yeah coming Harry. down bungalow, and um and and I was the same like what if well, I don't know what this person's going to be like. <laughs> I just run with um Trace, mind you, I'd already just run with Kai, and I didn't know yeah. him either. So, oh, right, and yeah. um, but um then um we started running, and I it was a flick and laugh a minute. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was actually pretty good. It was pretty good. I think oh, I remember we met up about nine o'clock at night or something. Yeah, it was something. Uh, yeah, I was yeah, I had a massage in the toilets. Um, which sounds terrible. It was I... just a general message. Yeah, just to clarify for anyone that's... Uh... Anyone who might yeah. be thinking otherwise? So, yeah, because the, the, it was getting cold, the weather wasn't great, and we were standing around the car park and we thought the best place to get a massage was this nice big toilet in Harrietville. Yes. Yeah. So we set up in the toilet. Thankfully, no one else was around. Yes. Bonnie used the toilet. And thankfully, they weren't locked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, we... we um ran ran walked from um harrietville to the bottom of buffalo we did um oh, and um right. and that was through the night because and i was getting quite tired so it was really helpful how you um you did keep me awake with your anecdotes and your funny stories and i entertained you with my coke burps yes i'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a fan of the coke burps <laughs> <laughs> and maybe the IDF bomb was dropped. Uh, I don't know. Oh, it, just tra true. training stories. But yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, I'm quite partial to the F bomb, so it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was um the first time we met, and then yeah. you came and helped again with um Jesse's run, the um Burke Street to Burke Street run that I did, mm. and that was another night shift. That was another night shift yeah. for me. Yeah, which night shift suits me because yeah. I work random Not work. And I think I've originally said that you no know, night stints would suit me, yeah. whereas it might not suit others. You know? No, yeah. that's right. Um, normal people think about sleep, possibly. <laughs> Although runners aren't normal, so no, it's none of us are normal. Now. But yeah. yeah, and and um, and you when you came and helped at the the um Jesse's run, that just the two days in the two days before the last two days you had spent helping someone else. Oh uh, yeah, I had there was um um there was um group. Uh, who was in that group now? Um, I don't know. I've forgotten. Yeah, it was. It was uh, Janine. Kerry, 
Karen Graham, Janine, yeah, um, and Kez McTaggart. That's who were right. Doing a, um, they were doing a bit of a stint down McMillan's yep. um, walking track. Yeah. 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 And I thought oh, I'd just, as I was going to be in the general area, I'd yep. pop up and just do a bit of a surprise there. So I did a couple of stints with them as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was all right too. So it sort of made the two fit in, I guess. Yeah. And just yeah. recently you've, you've helped Corinne um, with her, um, run along the Yarra River. Yeah, well, that was another bit of a random pop-up too. <laughs> like once again, a post just popped up on, I don't know if it was on general Facebook or in the v, on the VUR page, but I thought, oh, well, seem to be getting a bit of a knack for this. So I'll, <laughs> I'll just send a, send a message and see what happens. And yeah, sure enough, um, just fitted for working and did a couple of days with her there as well. So we'll just cruise. And on. she certainly said um, <laughs> how, you know, you were just so hilarious to run with and just how great you made it. And that just seems to be everybody's comments. Yeah, it seems to be getting that way. I don't know. Like, it's just, yeah, start, I've gone around and done a few events now as well. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you're that guy that did this. Oh, you're that guy that did that. That's right. Yeah. 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 So, so talk us through some of the events you've done. Oh, geez. Um, well, after I went and did all my road marathons, it, it, um, the joke back home or, you know, was like, well, you, you can't just stop there now. You're going to have to do some ultras. And um, my first 50K ultra all come from – because after I'd done it, I'm like, no, I'm not a runner. I've, I've done it now. I've finished. I've done my road marathons. And the first ultra I did was up at um, Lake Crackenback up near Jindabyne, Henry's uh, Ultra. Yep. And I was, How far I, was that? Well, that was a, just a 50. Yeah. But that come about is I, – I went up there because some other people I knew were going up there. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm just going to do the 21. I've stopped running now. I'm finished. I'm done with it. And yeah. I went to register for it the day before. And the 11, the um, 21K started at 11 a.m. I'm like, that's a shit time to start. Yeah. <laughs> what time does your 50 start, mate? <laughs> I think it was 7 a.m. I'm like, all right, then I'll do that. <laughs> so I did that. And then a couple of weeks after, I think it was two weeks after I did the either the Warby Trail Festival. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then or Duncan's 50. They all come around a similar time. Mm. In the space of a month, I'd done three 50K um, trials, if you like. Yeah. And then went off and did a few more of them, I guess. And then, I don't know, just like, oh, well, and I, I know, about a year later, um, I'd only registered for 50 at Duncan's and someone said, you should do the 100. I'm like, uh, anyway. You did the 100. I did the 100 because someone said, you should do the 100. I did the 100. But I did actually suffer a bit in that. Um and unbeknown, unbeknownst to me, I got at the start of that run in the hundred, I got talking to Catherine McMillan, who's who's a fairly accomplished accomplished runner. runner. Yeah. yeah, and well, early on, I was you know you're feeling fresh, and I got sucked in. I was talking to her, and we're running along at four forty five. Oh my god! And yeah, that cooked me at the end, <laughs> and I was yeah, it, it's especially because Duncan's is not really hundred. <laughs> now it's always, it's always got some well i had gst on that i had yes. the 110 or 111 that day oh, jesus yeah and i That's remember yeah, yeah i ended up with about 111 and i remember being up on top of mount T tassie on the reverse loop and um me watching click there over the 100 and i was having yeah. a bit of a sooky lala because <laughs> <laughs> it pissing down it rain and it was cold and it was about 18 or 19 hours in at that stage and jesus. and yeah i ended up being the last official finisher that That's day okay someone had to be last yeah well yeah. got through it and Due to some course mix-ups and people being sent the wrong way, a few people actually didn't get back in time uh, for the cutoffs. Mm. Oh, so it's become yeah. a bit of a... So at least you actually finished. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. So there was other finishes yeah. after me, but they weren't because they'd gone past the 20-hour yeah, cutoff. Yeah. So yeah. anyhow. Now, another thing that you're, I was going to say famous, but I should say infamous for, is your um, diet. Well, <laughs> look, talk, it's, us, it's... talk us through that. 
that, that's it's popped up every now and then over the over the time. And I remember we did a um ten hour training run at um um. Uh, Listy, yeah. what did what did you eat? Pizza shapes on the uh, way. Yeah, well, it's actually, nutrition. that was it. Well, actually, that was dinner. That, a box of pizza but, shapes. Yeah, well, I've got the pizza shapes here with me for this. Actually, <laughs> I the pizza shapes yesterday morning for for, my... for breakfast. Yeah, oh, I know. I, I got up and <laughs> the crew I'm staying here, they're all like, oh, because we're going to leave at seven, and they're like banging on the door at six thirty. Wake up, wake up. And I'm like, yeah, I'm awake. I, I don't need much to get ready. They're all having porridge and bloody <laughs> oaks and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> I was walking in the kitchen and bang open a box of pizza shakes and um, they just look at me horrified, like, what's wrong with you? But it turned out I was the first one ready to go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it was no problem. But, um, and I, you're quite partial to a bit of KFC, aren't you? Uh, well, yes. Um, I, I I have been known to eat a bit of KFC in my time. Oh, um, me? I, I mix it up between KFC and pizza mainly, but um, I... I think I'm doing pretty good these days. I've actually, I'll, I'll be truthful. I've cut back on the KFC oh, a bit. Oh, what's, what's been the oh, of that? Well, traveling so much with work, I find pizza a bit easy to eat while you're driving. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not for health reasons. Oh, it's definitely not for health reasons. <laughs> but um, I was, I did eat KFC every day without fail. And oh, I'm, I'm now, I think I'm doing pretty good. I've cut back to three or four days a week. So, <laughs> you so, well. What's your favorite KFC meal? Can I oh, look, I just like the uh, greasy chicken. You can't go past the, the, <laughs> the greasy chicken. The nice drumstick or a nice, uh, nice thigh. What about the mashed potato and gravy? Oh, that's all right for dipping the chips in. That's what it's for. Yeah, that's, that's the chips. Chips. Thank you. I always get that just to dip the chips in, and then yeah. usually just chuck the rest out. Actually, <laughs> I agree. But um, foul. Yeah, yeah. But I've been. Yeah, diet is a little bit random. Mm. So, think, what we, on a standard day, what would you eat? Oh. So like pizza shapes of brekkie. Oh, that's not always. <laughs> I mean, this morning I had honey soy red rock chips. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but but having said that, I don't normally eat breakfast. Um, and if, if I'm not away, if I'm just doing my normal work schedule, because I travel up to to Trelawan for work, yeah. I'll um I won't have anything in the morning when I get up. I just because yeah. I've usually worked the night shift sometimes as well yeah. at the local supermarket. Mm -hmm. I'll just drive up and I always stop at the Rosedale Bakery. And they've got pretty good pies, so it's usually a pie, and um maybe like a, a slice or something, you know, a jelly slice or something. Mm -hmm. And then, get those yeah, blood sugars up. yeah, that's right. You know, so and then, and that's usually washed down with a couple of Red Bulls. <laughs> and that's that's, and then I get to work, and then depending on where work sends for the day, it's usually. But once again, being on the road, it's hard. So you, you're getting snacks out of servos usually, yeah. like twisties see, or. You, you, see, what I do is something. It might be a foreign concept, but I meal prep and snack I, prep. I have heard of talk people talking about meal prep, um, but. Yeah, that's not really in my um, Your... time frame. I just, yeah. yeah. I'd, anyway, I'd love so to got... cook, but I just yeah. don't have the time. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you pick up a few snacks. And when you say snacks, what sort of things are we talking about here? Oh, look, we'd, we'd be just bags of chips or, you know, lollies. Um, you know, stuff like that. They're the main go-tos. Basically, or, or the, the boxes of shapes and stuff. They're always a go-to. Handy dandy. Yeah, 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 pretty. But, yeah, it's usually servo-type food. Or, you know, you might get a battered hot dog or something like that. So they go all right with a bit of sauce on them. Oh, they do. Yeah, they do. You, you, See, I've got, never had a battered hot dog. Well, you don't know what you're missing out on. <laughs> all right. Sometimes if you walk into a servo and you know they've just come out of the deep fryer, oh, you God. get two. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Not salmonella. No, you no. probably. I reckon. I reckon I got a cast iron gut. Yeah. Though. Well. Yeah. I reckon you would. Like, because you know, I I do eat some pretty random stuff. You do. And so, what's for dinner normally? 
Well, that'll be depending on where work is. If I if I'm if I've got downtime in the van, I'll go get the old dirty bird because mm. I can sit around and eat that. Nothing wrong with a bit of dirty bird, <laughs> a bit of dirty bird. <laughs> um, but if we're if we're on our way to a job, and it's only non-emerge, everyone, so there's no rush. Yeah, we've got time to stop and get me pizza. Um, it'll be pizza because that's as I said, easier to eat while driving. And what's your favourite pizza? Oh, I don't get too adventurous. I need to get a meat eaters or one was a lot, you know. Yeah, but no pineapple. Oh, I do put the pineapple on. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're having your fruit. Oh, I definitely get my fruit intake. Yeah, no, I um, oh, extra pineapple. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. So that'd be my go-to there. But yeah, no, it's just just come about. You know, yeah, just how it is. Yeah. yeah. And um, so that's that's your diet. You know, when you're not running. What about during some of these ultras? What's the longest ultra you've done so far, Nate? Um, I did. Uh, I. I the Milo, GSR Milo right, last yeah. November. Um, and you did really well. Yeah, I actually did surprisingly well through that. Not surprisingly, I wasn't Oh, surprised. well, I, I wasn't sure how to go and we had a 50-hour cutoff for that and, yeah. like. It was really tough conditions, everyone, those people who may not, oh. listeners who may not know GSR, it was wet, it was horrible. It was wet, it was snow, there was sleet. Yeah. Um, it ended up being a multi-loop course, which can be a bit of a mind. Yes. Uh, do your head in. Yeah, <laughs> do your head in. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, that and that it was, it was really tough going actually. Yeah. So that was yeah. my first mile, and people have since said, you know, if you, if you can get through yeah, that, you'll probably yeah. get through. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, of all the milers to start with, that's probably what's yeah. the hardest. Yeah, that was my first hundred miler. Yeah, and so what did you eat during that? Well, being a multi loop course, it, yeah. it worked out in the sense that I didn't have to have drop bags or anything, no. stuff like that. So I really only had a few lollies. Um, I had some biscuits with, um, you know, biscuits, like rice cake type things, oh, yeah, which, yeah. which not everyone likes them. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you're a fan of them. Oh, God. They're like <laughs> Go desert sand. Yeah, yeah. Um, but going back into the aid station, like there was, you know, noodles and stuff on yeah. it, which, are, you know, that's something I'm pretty good at cooking, two-minute noodles. <laughs> 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 uh, usually that sort of, but that was about it. Oh, and some potatoes and stuff like that, yeah. but as I said, but it was mainly that's just that. a lot. It's not a great deal, and and I didn't have a lot of liquid either. I, I don't know why. I, I just never have had much fluid each, each event I've done either. What what I find interesting is all the things I advocate for my clients to do, and what I on this podcast, <laughs> and you do the complete opposite, but you do still do well. Yeah, I, I, but I, in saying that, people, it's not going to work for you. I'm telling you. Um, Even no, anomaly. I, I yeah, I know. I I don't recommend my uh, my diet, but it seems to work for me. But. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have I have known been known to run middle only road marathons, but not have a snack or hold or a drink or anything, you know, yeah. or not even a gel or nothing. And um, but yeah. you might have run faster if not that you didn't run fast. I no, saying that, no. But you never know. You might have run a bit. I faster. have I have thought about it, and and I do I do actually agree that yep. a better diet and probably better diet would help. But even sleep, like sleep's and something yeah. I don't do a lot of. Um, working both the jobs, so yeah. I, hence uh, the Red Bull. Hence, yeah, hence the Red Bull, which I've cut that back a bit now. How like many? Oh, it, it's four to six a day. Probably. Oh, my God, your poor heart. <laughs> yeah, well, I did have a bit of a mishap a few years ago with the heart. What oh, happened? I had a heart attack, actually, when I was 34. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's not what got me into running. I was just, yeah. I um, didn't start running until I was 38, so... Um, yeah, the bread. So, talk. you thought a good thing to do after a heart attack was do a marathon on no training? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I, I get a little bit of a chuckle on these longer events where you um they say, Oh, any medical history we should know about. And I'm like, Well, I seem to be going all right, so I just tick no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I shouldn't know about it. Yeah, well I should know. I don't need to know. And I mean I'm obviously going along all right. So I've done a few, you know, longer events now and then I don't see any drama, major dramas. Did they give you and feel free not to ask this, answer this. Did they give you any reason why you had the heart attack so young? Uh did they say it was no, diet related? Look, I don't know what to put it down to because I was only thirty four, and like yeah, I wasn't no family super fit. It's not it's not a family history. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been probably background related though of um probably a poor diet and and sleep mostly. Lack and, of and sleep would be a big thing. And back then, it was pretty common to drink eight maybe Red Bulls a day. Oh my God. You know, but like, you hear about these young yeah. kids who drink heaps of Red Bull and have heart attacks. Yeah, and and I'd be quite common to have eight of them a day. So yeah. that's um probably contributed to it. <laughs> Possibly, no. I don't know. Like, <laughs> but um, I don't know. But yeah, things things have they were, they were those days, and uh, yeah, everything seems to be ticking over for me at the moment. But, but yeah. um, all these other runs and stuff. There's mm. a, a couple of times I've paced you in that. It's yeah. um, I just like stuff that's yeah. random and different. You know, like oh. And if I ever, if I'm free and I see someone put up a post, I'm I'm on board. Like, yeah, because yeah. you meet different people, you get to know yes. lots of people. Everyone's happy in the running world, like you know, and you can trade stories. It's and like, like Isabel says, you know, it's not recommended that people eat and drink the way you do, but if that, you know, if you're running enables you to continue living life the way you want, then why the hell not? Yeah, that's you know? right. If yeah, you're doing, yeah, if you're doing it the way you want to do it, then. Yeah, look, I, I, um, yeah, I, I think I don't, I, a couple of people stir me up a bit because they like, in my early days of running, I said, look, I'm not going to let running take over. You know, I'm just going to do a couple of runs here and there. I think everyone says yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Last words. And one of my co-workers yeah. constantly reminds me, and normally I'd be working this weekend, he's like, oh, you're the bloke that wasn't going to let running take over his life. <laughs> but, but I, I think while I can, in my head, if I can just, go out on a whim and run a, a, a sub um, 145 half marathon and a sub four roadie. Well, I can still do that. I think I'm probably just going to continue. Yeah. Um, but, but I do, I do agree that sleep and uh, a better diet would see me better in the back end. I think of... sleep would almost be the most important thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like if, if I have four or five hours in between the jobs, oh um, it's, you know, like it's quite, quite common for me to only have three or four a day yeah wow, so, wow. but I've i just would not survive personally yeah i would not I, I know I, I and i know i run better in if i've slept prior yeah like, i do yeah. know that and yeah. i think I, I actually think the sleep would be better than you know a bigger change for me than yes the diet. Yeah. i think so i um, think so and, and so like when you're away say for this weekend because you're not working yeah are you getting like eight hours sleep or do yeah, you know no. to stay up no 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 i can sleep just as good as anyone can good. like yeah and this, okay so it's not completely changed your biorhythm that you cannot sleep yeah no nah, no nah. look i mean oh yeah you might yeah, like everyone you wake up and you doze off again yes, but yeah, like yeah. this weekend i'm like no nah, not working up here with a few others and um yeah i've, I've been having a good sleep even yeah. been having a little afternoon nap huh? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> actually i have to say we did too because yeah. this is like Normally on the weekends, we like to sleep in and it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Morning. Yeah. Four it's days in a row. And then it's back to Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah. So I've uh, been, after we've been out running each day on this event, 
I've been coming back and having a little um nana nap. Little, little nana nap. Yes. So the, um I probably didn't clarify this, people who are listening, is we are here um in Bright at Four Peaks, um, Bright Alpine Climb. Um and today was day two. We ran up to Feather top nearly got to the top. Yeah. Um. And um. Yeah. So that's that's what's happening. That's why um. That's why we're outside as well because we've well, been blessed with the weather too. Yes. I know. Yeah. Well, touch wood. Well, that's not uh, touch wood. Yeah. Yeah. Touch wood. Um. Tomorrow it could be something different. I think. Tomorrow's absolutely shite full. So um. But anyway, yeah, yeah. That's part of trail and ultra running, isn't it? It sure is. Yeah. 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 And you've also got to train in those conditions because break yes. day. Yes, exactly. And like people look at my runs that I do and they're like, why'd you go running at two o'clock in the morning? I'm like, well, because when you're in a mile, that's what you're going to yeah, be doing. Right. Mm. Yeah. And a lot of my training runs. But that's also probably between your shifts as well. It is. It is between shifts yeah. a bit. And a lot of it is like, oh, I might have worked, you know, it could be a 16 hour day. And don't get me wrong, you're not working hard, but you're yeah. just in the van for a long time and traveling. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go out and run 15 or 20 tonight. And they're like, but why? I'm like, well, because I'm going to get tired in these yeah. milers. So you've got to, That's right. you've got to run more. So it's you're... good practice of running tired. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. working long hours, it's it's not hard work. And it's good to to actually run on the body. That's... And and also because you're driving, you're sitting a lot, which is really hard on the glutes and the back and everything. Yeah, so it's it's not... probably good to get moving. It actually is. Yeah, it, it is. Because yeah, as I said, between three and 4,000 K a week in the van. Yeah. So oh, talk me through your um, your... Daily stretching routine. <laughs> he gets in the van. Yeah, yeah I've got to say, I've been down to put my shoes on. <laughs> then I just step up into the van and, um, yeah, you know, there's not a lot of stretching. Sounds, sounds a lot like my stretching. Yeah, I am um, not known to do a lot of stretching. Or um, I, I did not think you would. Yeah, no. I'm not quite, yeah. No, I mean, most people don't, to be honest. Um, yeah. And even I don't particularly want to. Like, I stretched this afternoon, but I was whinging yeah. and complaining first. Yeah. Um, but I, I personally find if I don't, I get a very sore back. Um, yeah. But, you know. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah. And I, and so have you had any injuries? Nothing substantial. But isn't it interesting because they talk about, you know, sitting being the new smoking and all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah, 100%. I'm... And you sit so much for your job. Yeah. And in a quite cramped position. Like, if you're in an office, you can get up and go to the bathroom. Oh, exactly. Get up and go to the printer. You're sitting there. You sitting can't, in the van. You, you, you can't just move, move around. You, yeah, you're you basically can't stretch your legs. You're basically you're confined to the, that's that's right. the driver's seat. And yet you are, you and I've, you run these kilometres and and like you're use and you eat that food. Interesting diet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, and, you, I, and you don't like seriously. I know. How does that work? I, I'm not sure how I work. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm they but, should be testing you for science. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think they should test my inside. It's going to be real good. But um, yeah, I'm. Tom, the only bit of an injury I've had is um, but back when we were going through lockdowns, I were having those virtual Sydney yeah. Melbourne's, um, that virtual yeah, yeah Sydney yeah. Melbourne thing, and. Once again, I thought, oh, I'll just enter it. I'm not going to get involved. I'm not going to get hooked. Yeah. And then found myself doing the six, the, the um, thousand Ks within six weeks. So that's right. And how did you do it? You were like, well, any chance I got, like even when we were at work and we'd get to a hospital, and my coworker would go and meet the patient on the ward, and I'd slip out for five K because you get about half an hour to drop oh your patient God. on the ward. Did you, do your coworkers mind? Oh, it depends on I'm working with. I usually buy them the pizza or something. Like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> 
You mean you buy yourself a pizza and you get them one too? Yeah, you know, like it's just cheaper if you get two. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. So um, I was, that's how I managed to click up a lot of kilometres. So yeah, yeah, yeah. like I said earlier, downtime at work, you know. Yeah. But yeah. But can you do some run around your property or something? Oh yeah, when I did a I did a um a um when we we're all doing going through it, the back yeah. backyard isolation ultra. Yeah. I mean, luckily enough I live on well, when I'm home, I wouldn't say I live there, but yeah. when I go there, um <laughs> live on three acres. So it meant a hundred I was hundred and twenty six laps of my uh property. Yeah. And um which was undulating ground, I slashed it as low as I could, slashed yeah. the track around the fence line. And then got the ride on to try and just screw them down a bit more, and then commenced running around. And, and I'm on an undulation, so I got about fifteen hundred meters elevation. Wow. Yeah, wow. and I'm I'm sure the neighbours who probably already thought I'm mad that that <laughs> well, that's, crazy. that yeah. sealed the deal. Well, I because I had to go to work later that day in Tarog, and I started at three in the morning or just after three a.m. with the head tour. So. <laughs> oh my god! Because I was on for a midday shift later in the day, and I didn't know how long it was going to take. And and you don't find you get tired. Driving after that? Oh, oh, the Red Bull. The Red Bull kicks in. The Red Bull yeah. kicks in. Yeah, no, look, too. But at I'm... least the fourth one does. Yeah, yeah. but I am accustomed to being up for a long time. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. and that was one thing when I went into my miler. Um, you know, for people that didn't know me all that well, I said, oh, you know, the the fatigue factor might get to you. And I said, look, don't get me wrong, the body might not yeah. get me through, but I'm pretty sure I'll be able to stay awake. Yes. Because I've I've done night shifts for like going on twenty years now yeah. and work during the day as well. Mm. So yeah. that and it never was um become an issue. Yeah, a major but, issue. I, I can imagine that your work would actually and and people generally who do night shifts would be better at, you know, yeah. staying up at, at night for ultras. Like I think it would be helpful. Yeah, I actually think it's been beneficial for me. Yes. Yeah. Certainly for me who I start getting tired from about seven thirty PM. Mm. I that's probably why I find nights in ultras so hard because I love going to bed and going to sleep. So Yeah, yeah. For people know? that are like I'll say a more set lifestyle or pattern. Yeah, sleep routine. Pattern. routine. Yeah. But I'm very routine. And I'm definitely not like works well when I was I did full time night shift fifteen years and now I've just casual at both jobs yeah. by choice yeah. um but you know you're picking up shifts wherever out of the blue so it's you know you might work two nights and have three off then go back yeah. for four nights and then yeah. you work during the day so you're really having to adapt to different kinds of shifts like and to me that would be the hardest like some sort of routine but yeah you yeah. obviously thrive on no routine i do thrive on random stuff and no yeah. routine and yeah. just yeah doing things out of the blue and there's some sort of bit different yeah yeah no but that's that's brilliant yeah that, that's great that's what if that's what works for you, like Ron said, you know, yeah. keep doing it if it works for you. It's working for me, but I, I don't think it'd work for too many. No, you I You know, I really it. don't think it'd work for too many at all. Like yeah. a couple of the coat runners in here, I've been trying to get them to have a Red Bull and some shapes before we start. Oh, I my God. Can you imagine what they'd be like? I haven't got them on side it. yet, but um, <laughs> I've got another two more mornings to try yet. So. Can keep working on Julie because that would be funny. I yeah. Because <laughs> she's quite small. Red Bull. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, yeah, I can get Julie on one or anything. She's going to try one. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. we'll just see. But um, can't convince the others that it's a good idea. <laughs> I don't. Uh, God knows what. I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong with them. I really don't. No, like, no. you know, I don't know. Until you've tried it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, what's next for you? Uh, for Are you coming... using this as training for any yeah, particular? Yeah, I am. So for me coming up, I um, I thought this would be my last sort of main stint of having a go at a bit of longer run and a bit of vert. Um, in three weeks' time, I'm going over to WA 
for um, new event that Rapid Centre put on, yeah. Great Southern Stage Run. Oh, yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah. So how far is that? So that's two hundred k's over three days. It's a multi-day stage. Yeah, days. it's doable. It's doable. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yep. it's it's um, we've got a couple of days of seventy odd k, like yep. sort of seventy five ish. Yeah, because and, over three days, it's you'd have to have longer days. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely do, and um. So I'm, I'll be heading over for that. Um, so it's a new event. So looking forward to that. Yep. That was, I guess I signed up for that because it was new and something different, you know, yeah, getting yeah, like, yeah. like what I like to do. But um, Have you done a stage race before? Yeah, I have done. I've done run Lara Pinta oh, yeah. uh, a couple of times up in Alice Springs, which is also hosted by Rapid Ascent. Mm. So, which my first stint at that, I'd probably bitten off more than I could chew because I hadn't run very long, but the second mm. time around got through it quite well. But um, so, yeah, this is a train run for that, basically. Yeah. Mm. Um, so just time on the legs. And so that'll be it for this year, do you think, then? Um, yeah, I've, I've signed up for a, a marathon, the Halora Marathon, which is just a community event oh, down yeah, in, yeah. near Warrigal there. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I'll probably go I'll probably go out to the Yu Yangs for the um, Rock Around the Clock for the uh, 50 out there. For the um, New Year's Eve. The New Year's Eve, Rock Around the Clock. I haven't signed up or anything, but I think I'll go back for that. races you can just do. Yeah, you can rock up. Well, yeah, I did it last or oh, this year just or last year whatever you say yeah, just yeah. gone and um i literally signed up the day before yeah yeah and then i'm driving i'd work night shift and i'm driving out there and it was like i don't know if anyone remembers but it was a stinking hot new year's yeah, Eve. It was like high right. 30s yeah. and i got out there and i'm like i was as i was driving out there i was in probably the peak of my cars which is still about 20 years old <laughs> but it, Flash enough to have the temperature thing on the dash. <laughs> and it reached 40.5 according oh, to that. Now, I don't think it was 40.5 because I think them things read a bit high. Yeah, they do, but it was still But it was bloody warm, easy. man. And there wasn't too many. Uh, there was bugger all people that started the 50. Yeah. And Because um, you did quite well, didn't you? I ended up placing there. Yeah, <laughs> like I ended up coming in third. So, yeah, um, yeah. Um, First and second were quite a well ahead of me. <laughs> and nobody needs to know that. <laughs> but I ended up with a third there. And a, well yeah, so um, I've been on the podium a couple of times in these smaller type events. So, yeah. yeah, yeah but, no, no. So I'll head back for that. And, um, and then early next year, yeah. I'm um, I'm going over to New Zealand for a mile, a mile over there, Tara. Tarawera. Yeah, yeah Tarawera. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and then, then the plan is to come back from that and try and back it up with Oscars, Putza Hut. Ah, okay. So, Tarawera is in February and Oscars is in February. Yeah, they're, they're And that's going to be after. your first, oh, the weekend after. The weekend after. Oh, so that's, and that's your first mile? No. No. No, it was GSR. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah sorry. So, right. No, all good, all good. Yeah. Mm. Um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's quite a flat miler, so that won't be oh, yeah, as I'm not difficult too... as GSR. No, I, I, surely if I can get through GSR, which I did. And how was your recovery from that? Well, actually, it seemed quite all right. Much yeah. to my surprise. Like, um, yeah, I actually felt all right from that. I, the... But sometimes in saying that, the hiking ones are easier on the body than the running ones. I think so. And GSL was a lot of hiking. It wasn't yeah. taxing yeah. on the body in the sense that you're belting down all yeah. the time, you yeah. know. Yeah. It, um, so I got through that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, well. be interesting so, to see. Yeah. coming up. So, yeah, we'll see how we're going. a 200 miler in your future. Uh, yes, I, um, I do want to have a go at a 200 miler and I've got, thought you would. I, yeah, I want to, and I'd, I'd like to have a go at, um, Irrational, I don't know why, but I've picked out Irrational South to be my oh, first one. Oh, okay. See, I would like to do Irrational East. Yeah. Unreasonable East. Unreasonable East. Yeah, yes. look, 
Um, I, 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 I don't know why, but I've had it in my head, the Irrational South. And yeah. um, I won't be able to do it next year because I've got other events on oh, around okay. it. Like I'll be going back over to Margaret River for the... Uh, oh, so you love that one, don't I you? I do love that one. It's a lot of sand, isn't it? It is quite a bit of sand on that. And I'm not a fan of that, but I'll be... But yet you love it. Why? I don't get it. Oh, I think because it's just getting away again. Yeah. It's, it's something far away. And I like that stuff. Like... Like the like run layer pins at Alice Springs, I like the road trip up there and um So you drive. I drive, yeah. Well, well not always to the Margaret River one. Um because that's but, a fair drive. Yeah, well I'm driving over for the one in three weeks. Oh, but, okay. uh, wow. Yeah, I'm driving over for the for the great southern stage run. Mm-hmm. So do you have to go across the Nullarbor? Yeah, across the Nullarbor. Um and what car are you using? What ship ones? Yeah, I know. Like because when I told um, oh some God. of my family and close people known to me, they said, you're driving, like, you're buying a new car or something, yeah. <laughs> And, like, I said, no, nah, I reckon all right, I'm going to take me – I'll take – I've got a half-decent car. I've got a, I've got a um, Prado, 12-day oh, okay. Prado. But it, it's getting on a bit now. It's 2003 model, but oh, it'll, too bad. it'll get the job done. But I'm yeah. not going in like my old Skyline or whatever. As, much as, I, as much as I'd like to. <laughs> as much as I'd like to. Because it's so comfortable. Yeah, oh, it's reliable, <laughs> comfortable. <laughs> Yeah, so, but no, I'll go over in that. So, um, yeah. so yeah, that's, um, but the irrational stare. So I'll, I'll end up doing it in 2024. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Just because be... you want to get the training in, right? Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. And then if I go through that, all right, I'll, I'd like to do their series, which will be, you know, yeah, yeah. Unreasonable East and then Delirious West. Yeah. Have uh, you ever thought about racing in Europe? Oh, it hasn't crossed my mind, but. You know, doing some, you know, big runs over there. I mean, yeah. Seeing as you like to go to places that are far away. True enough, I suppose. I suppose. No, you can't drive there. Just oh, just. What about <laughs> if I put a big snorkel on there? <laughs> Not even the Prado. <laughs> Not going to make it. No. no, I, I, yeah. Look, I, I mean, I guess it'd be on the cards, and it's just something I haven't. Yeah. Well, I suppose after I do this one in New Zealand, I might get a taste mm. for it, and just yeah. yeah. Mm. I just think you might, you know, really because like. The mountains there obviously are way bigger than here, and you would, you know, yeah, you'd love that. Oh, I definitely would. Just something different once yes, again. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. I did yeah. do a marathon in America while I was over there in 2019. Yeah, um, it was just a road marathon, and it was just, and I didn't even know it was on. We we're just driving along, and I'm like, oh, what's all this pipey, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, advertising for it. And I'm like, oh, it's on tomorrow. So guys, I was traveling with, I was like, we're going to stay here tonight. I'm going to do this marathon in the morning before we head off. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So that was all right. Yeah. So nah, so yeah. Just wing it and see what happens. Yeah. But yeah. That, that, you know what? It sounds like such a good life plan. Just wing it and see what happens. Yeah. I actually like that plan. I, I don't mind it. Like, because I'm, you go into these events and I'm not stressed what happens. Like, you're not a, not a front runner, but it definitely gets through it quite all right. And, and no, you do really well. Yeah. I got, yeah. I suppose without talking it up too much, but yeah, I, I myself up too much, but I actually do end up going quite well, really, mm-hmm. surprisingly. Yeah. No, you do. You do. Um, Especially because you're just backing them up one after the other. Yeah, I have actually managed so to knock out a lot of events. Yeah, your body thrives on maybe doing lots of... Yeah, if I'm either all in or not in it, I, yeah. I feel. Like, I'm either all in or not in, but I am... Um, like, so when you do your... When you race, do you race hard or do you... Uh, what's your mindset? Yeah, well, if... Depending on the event. Like, I, I definitely... If, if it's just marathons and that, I definitely go as hard as I can. The longer stuff I do preserve myself a bit yeah. early on because. But that's still going hard. You're just pacing yourself. That's... I, I guess that's true. And I, I was like probably everyone early on days yeah. guilty of going out too hard and blowing up. You never up. did that's that one, did you? Yeah. <laughs> everyone. Um, and, and then I sort of, 
I learned that you got to like, I don't, well, earlier on, I hardly knew anyone in the running field and it was like, I don't know their background that now I know, oh shit, you know, that's Tom Date or something. Don't ride on with him or, <laughs> or Catherine McMillan, you know, but yeah. when you start out, like, oh yeah, I can probably keep up with these people and then it just, it blows you up. So yeah. just got to learn to pace yourself and which I've seen you able to do and which is getting me And you've been different. taking it easy this weekend, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. This like you, you weren't pushing yesterday. I didn't no. see you today. No, no. I mean, look, I've enjoyed the downhills. Uh, yeah, I've yeah. come down at a reasonable pace, but going up's just been yakking to people. That's what I said. Photos. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to do also it. also fun. You know? Oh, it is. Like, I've had a chat to people, and um, I've seen some people today that were at um, events that I'd been to, and like, oh, you're you're that bloke, aren't you? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're that bloke that runs everything. Yeah, that's it. Well, we'll come back down the mountain today, and there was a girl still going up, and her name just slipped me mind. But she's like, I have most of these events I go to, I wear me run Lara Pinta hat, which is just uh, me now. Yeah, yeah. And um, she's like, oh, you're Scott, aren't you? I'm like, uh, yeah, how you going? And as I said, she said her name, and it slipped me mind. She goes, you're the guy that you, you lent me your car up in Alice Springs to drive over the street to get some supplies. She was doing run Lara Pinta, and um, there you go. Yeah, she wanted to lift over the street, and I was like, got back in from that day. I'm like, oh, I'm knackered. You can just take the car if you want. Like, <laughs> and so, yeah, and she was like, oh, you're that guy. You're that guy. Yes. Yeah, and uh, what I, I mean, part of the reason I wanted to interview you today was, A, because you're, oh, it's gone really light. What's going on there? Yes. Um, <laughs> you're really funny and, um, you know, and a character, and I love your diets as yeah. much as I hate it. I yeah, love it. yeah, love but it. But you're just such a good-hearted person who really is there to help people, and you embody the um, spirit of of ultra running, and and you, you know, like I just think it's really awesome, and yeah. and we all appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it seems to be going that way. I don't know, like if if you if you just get in there and you like one day it comes back around to you, like and yeah. On these longer events, when I do do these 200 milers, I'm I'm going to need paces or yeah. um, people to crew me or whatever. And I feel, well, if I've done a bit for someone, they're yeah. most likely going to put their hand up and I'm, mm. there'd be plenty now that would. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, um, yeah. No, no. Sure. Um, so I oh, know, but yeah. And, and on the longer stuff, you need a bit of banter. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, yeah. it was hilarious. Yeah. I did not know I was going to laugh the whole way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember like sitting on the side of the road um, in the car. It was, I think it must have been like two o'clock in the morning in bright. And all I could hear was laughing. Coming <laughs> out of the and, you know, yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. And sure enough, it was you guys running along the road at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, no, I like, it was just, yeah, I loved it. I loved yeah. that night, Stin. I really yeah, did. That yeah, was I one of my favourite, like. That and, was awesome. But as I said, I remember early on, my sister's like, oh, you don't even know this person. like, well, I'll just have to fit in like that. I said, <laughs> didn't she? Wasn't she worried that you might offend me with? Yeah, you know, yeah, she swearing? was a bit worried. She was a bit worried that um my swearing against so, her. Well, I soon learned that wasn't going to be an issue. <laughs> not at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, but it worked out really good. I was yeah. like, yep, yeah, I'll do that again if a stick comes up. Yeah, and it, that, did. And that, it was just so awesome, and it really um. It's like we've known each other for ages. Yeah, yeah. Was, like it actually was. Like yeah, yeah. It was, and it made the night go so quick because sometimes nights can be a bit of a drag. They can be a bit of a drag, and, and yeah. that particular section, from your point of view, yeah. um, wasn't your love trails and stuff. Yeah. So we had a bit of the road edge and stuff yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. You know, from your point of view, it probably wasn't. But, yeah, we got through it and yep. crapped on a bit and it was good. Yeah, no, it was absolutely hilarious. So, you know, thank you for all the times you've, you've helped me. And yeah, well, um, if you need help, um, 
you know, pacing one of your 200 milers in 2024 if I'm still able to run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll be there to help. Yeah, no, it won't be before 2024, but that's when I'll start looking at them, yeah. Yeah, but, um... and thank you from the ultra running community because everyone I know who has, has sped, crossed your path speaks so highly of you and just what a nice person you are and it's okay just accept it oh scott everyone just loves scott so, yeah, yeah it's, you know it's just, just people starting to know me a bit yeah they really are like oh, I just got yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't know me well then <laughs> yeah. well all i can say is i've never heard a bad word said about you not yeah. that i you know yeah would know anyway but you know i mean um just from everyone in ultra running, because I'm sure people listening to this know you and 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 they would probably like to say thank you. But from everyone in ultra running, thank you for being such an embodiment of of the culture and of the caring and the mm. community. Yeah. You know, because we do really appreciate it. No, no, it's good to be part of it. Like it's yeah. one of the best things I've ever taken up, yeah. really. Yeah. Really is. Yeah. Absolutely. I've met more people doing this in the last four years or so than probably previous. Yeah, things I've done right. exactly, and, and it's, it's not just local. You you got them interstate as well now. Connections yeah. interstate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Well, thank you well, so much for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for having me. No worries. We're all going out for dinner now. Yeah. So so I'll be right. interested to see what you have. Uh, <laughs> you were a bit. You didn't. We're not impressed with um. Oh, salad. I was a little bit disappointed actually. Oh, I buddy Ron, who I thought was on my side with the uh, meat pies and sausage rolls, which I was very impressed with. He. I, he had a weak moment yesterday. Yes, but you get salad. I had this. <laughs> That's right. There's no meat involved at all. I, I, I was saddened to see that, and I'm like, I knew we were going out for tea tonight, so yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll get you back onto the chips and buddy, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think you will. No, I, and, I think... and I have to admit, I have been eyeing off the sticky date pudding. So oh, well, yeah, that's that, my favourite. Yeah, so. well, I, I think we'll be getting one of those. <laughs> All righty, uh, so enough talk about us eating, um, <laughs> typical ultra-runners. Thank you so much for joining us and catch you next time. All good. Bye. Bye.